Calm Your Mind Sessions, putting brain science, mindfulness and psychology together for your practical use. Join every week with Jess Bigonio, mindfulness coach, psychotherapist and author, as she gives you methods to calmly navigate your way through the latest world challenges. to talk a little bit more about what happens with our stress response and then um, you know particularly with um, regard to the ongoing ups and downs that are happening in the world at the moment I really noticed I was away for a week and um, the day before I was due to come back from Mallorca where it all kind of felt quite normal um, we got the news that in Catalonia um, it's going to be obligatory to wear masks everywhere um, which is, um, you know, just a reminder that, you know, this, 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 there, is, there are still things happening in the world that are outside of our control, that are uncertain, we don't know what's going to happen, and really noticing that there were some waves of stress um, coming back in. So I wanted to have a look at that a little bit today. So before we get into the topic, let's just begin with a dropping anchor um, instant calm mini practice. Um, some of you would have done this before, but um, it's just going to take a couple of minutes and let's just make a start by closing your eyes and coming into a still, comfortable position. So arriving into this present moment by beginning to connect with the breath. Taking some deeper breaths in and out. And as we breathe in, really making sure that we fill our bellies into our lungs, right up into the collarbones. before slowly breathing out, letting go. And noticing the contact between our bodies and anything that we're sitting on. Grounding ourselves by becoming aware of the weight of our body as it goes down into the ground. And including as well in our awareness any sounds The sounds that are right here. So if you can pick out five sounds that you can hear right now.
and becoming aware of your feet on the ground, noticing the contact between your feet and the ground. And then bringing your attention out again, getting a sense of the room around you, the space around you. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes again. Okay, so coming on to today's topic, to talk a little bit about one of the things that happens when we notice stress or difficulty or a difficult emotion of any kind. This is something that's come up a few times in these sessions, but I wanted to kind of dig into it a little bit more deeply today. Um, so there's tendency for us to turn in on ourselves when we notice either uh, something stressful or something difficult on our emotions. Um, and there's a, a talk that um, my favourite Buddhist psychologist Tara Brach did recently and she, she, she mentioned this. She said, um, if you can sit quietly after difficult news, if during financial turndowns you can remain perfectly calm, if you can fall asleep easily after a day of rushing around without a drink or a pill, if you can watch others seemingly have their lives completely together without a twinge of jealousy, and if you can always find contentment just where you are, you're probably a dog. Okay. So the human condition, unlike dogs, we're not able to just let go and just not judge and not to criticize and to, you know, make comparisons. You know, we talked about the default network that does all these things, okay? So how can we make more like dogs? How can we be more like dogs? Okay, it's not easy because we have this human conditioning and this human brain. Um, so one of the things that, that can help is to remind ourselves that this is something that is common to all humans. And we have these common automatic reactions to stress or difficulty. So they're automatic, okay? We can't help having them. One thing that um, it becomes really clear when I, I teach my eight week stress reduction mindfulness course is that one of the exercises we do is um, everybody thinks about three ways that they respond to stress and they write it on a piece of paper. So it might be um, something physical like a tight chest or it might be something mental like worry or something more kind of like behavioral like um, over planning or these kind of things. And what we notice is that we put the, all the pieces of paper on the floor and we walk around them. And most people could identify with most of them. So they, they were shared. We, we all kind of have these similar automatic reactions to stress and difficulty. Um, so this is one thing that happens. One thing is we have this automatic reaction, which tends to be, um, you know, include a lot of um, self-judgment and self-criticism -critic for having these automatic re reactions. But also there's this other part to it that is if we can step out of it, we can step out of this reactivity, it's actually a, an opportunity for transformation. So how do we get there from this reactivity into this opportunity for transformation? 
And one of the big things that really gets in the way is this kind of sense of shame that we turn, into, turn in on ourselves and we judge ourselves for having feelings. We judge ourselves for reacting in this way. Um, we become self-critical. It's kind of like we go to war with ourselves. And part of that is because, you know, sometimes our reactions turn into behaviours, not only that are damaging to ourselves, but also damaging to others. We react in ways towards others that we're not, we don't like or we feel bad about afterwards. And so when we go into this being at war with ourselves, it means that we can't open up to growth. We can't open up to learning new things. We can't open up to connection to others. So just to kind of use a metaphor, if you imagine that life is like a stage show, and so everything that's on that stage show um, includes everything we can see, everything we can hear, all of our feelings, um, all of the things we think about, um, other people. And when we feel something like anxiety, for example, or stress or an intense wave of emotion, the spotlight goes just onto that, that thing, onto that problem or onto that feeling. And it's kind of like all we, can, all we can see is that. So this kind of what that means is we give it a worried attention. We give anxiety worried attention. We sort of go into what's the problem, what's wrong, and moreover, what's wrong with me? What is the problem in me that needs to be solved? And that means that we're missing out on everything else that's going on in the stage show. Okay, so what we need to try to do is to learn to bring up the lights on the stage show so that we can notice everything else around us as well. And that includes opportunities to connect with others, that it means ways of being with ourselves that are more helpful. So how do we bring the lights up? Okay, so the first step is to recognise when this is happening. So recognise when this reactivity is happening, when this sense of being at war, this self-criticism is happening. It's kind of like we go into a bit of a trance. So we, you know, a trance in terms of we, we lack awareness, we go into this unconscious state. And so the first thing is, and is to just to label it. So for some people it might be useful just to say the, uh, you know, the what's wrong trance. Oh, there's the what's wrong trance. Or there's the reactive trance, something like this. And the second thing is we bring compassion to it. And there's a kind of a three-step process that is a way that we can relate to ourselves, um, things that we can say to ourselves that can help us to bring compassion to this moment. The first one is recognizing it. So this is a moment of stress or this is a moment of suffering. Just kind of saying this to ourselves. This is a moment of stress, this is a moment of suffering or it might be something else like sadness, the moment of sadness. And then just to remind ourselves of this common humanity. So all humans have these moments and this belongs as part of the human experience. So we say to ourselves, recognizing the moment and then reminding ourselves that it's part of the human experience and that we all feel like this at times, it's not our fault. And then the third part of this is just trying to use some words that engender this sense of self-compassion. So it might be um, what I like to say to myself is, may I be kind to myself and may I have patience with myself. Um, big thing for me is impatience, one of the things that, how do I get out of this? How do I feel better? 
and actually sometimes it's best just to kind of let it pass through you so reminding yourself to be kind to yourself and to be patient to yourself okay so these this way of practicing whenever you notice stress or difficulty can really help you to shift out of the automatic reactivity and into a different space where you can then begin to bring up the lights on the stage show you to practice that. All right, so let's drop into today's meditation. So as always, our meditation practice helps us to um, be with ourselves in a less judgmental way. It helps us to keep practicing bringing more awareness to our experience. The more we are aware of our experience, the more we can sit with ourselves, the less likely we are to go into these automatic reactions. Okay, so let's find a comfortable seated position. Just finding a position that supports you in your practice today. So making sure you're comfortable but also having a sense of alertness. And gently closing your eyes. And so the intention for today's practice is to begin to let go of the stress reactivity that happens in our bodies, releasing a little bit of this built up tension that happens when we go into trance and practicing waking up, allowing ourselves to be just as we are in each moment. So noticing the contact between your body and the chair. Noticing the sounds around you. And beginning to include in your awareness the breath. Noticing how the breath arises and disappears. Choosing a place in your body where you can notice it most vividly. It might be in the belly. We're in the rise and fall of the chest. Or perhaps in the inflow and outflow of air in the nostrils. And on the next in-breath, 
drawing attention into your shoulders, filling your shoulders with awareness as you breathe in. Noticing the sensations in the shoulders. And as you breathe out, allowing for a letting go, a softening, releasing outwards. And then when you're ready, shifting your attention, breathing in awareness to your forehead and eyebrows. And on an out breath, softening, allowing the brow to be smooth. And breathing in awareness to all the tiny muscles around the eyes. And on the out breath, letting go of tension in this area. It can help sometimes to imagine a kind of smile running through the eyes turning up at the outer corners. Or noticing the light as it hits your eyelids. You might notice some shapes or colors behind the eyelids. And then shifting your attention to breathe in awareness into the jaw area. And inside the mouth. Noticing sensation in the tongue. in the gums. And perhaps allowing for a kind of letting go in the jaw area. Allowing the tongue to fill your mouth.
And then on the next in breath, bringing attention into the belly. And softening on the out breath. Softening in the belly region each time you breathe out. Resting in the gentle rise and fall of the belly as you sit here breathing. Notice that the waves of the breath arise and disappear again. No need to control the breath in any way. Just allowing it to come in its own time. Rising and falling like a raft on the sea. And sometimes you might notice a wave of emotion or of thought, your mind wandering off into the trance of thought. And just allowing those waves to come and go, just like the waves of the breath. They arise and disappear again. Noticing how your breath is always there, your home base to come back to, picking up from the next in breath or the next out breath. And so bringing your attention into the weight of your body. Noticing how it goes down 
through your sit bones and into the ground. As we bring this practice to a close, remembering that whatever waves arise, however big or small they are, there's a part of us that's like the base of the ocean, stays calm and steady as the surface changes. And so beginning to bring your attention back into the space around you. Beginning to move your hands and feet a little. Beginning to stretch. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes to bring this practice to a close. Okay, well done everybody. That brings us to the end of the guided part of the session. So those of you who are joining on the live session, do hang on if you would like to. And I wish the rest of you a wonderful week ahead and I will see you all next week. Okay. <laughs>